All right, welcome everyone for another episode to Modern Modern Chat. I just came back from PAX East, uh, so if my voice is a little bit scratchy, sorry about that. But you know, uh, I still want to do this show. I love it. I always have a good time talking to my friends. Uh, you know, letting them know how I am, but mostly about how they are. And uh, this episode, we do have the amazing zombie unicorn. So I am gonna have her on now. Uh, hello. Oops. There Hi. we go. Hello there. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Going great. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Martin? I didn't even get to ask you that yet. Oh. <laughs> I am dying a little bit, uh, you know, because this is actually my third weekend in a row that's have this. Like yeah. I went to KasuCon, which is an anime convention in DC. And then I went to, um, where did I go? And I went to DreamHack Anaheim, which is more local, but I still have to travel every day. And then lastly, I have just Paxis right now. And Paxis was a, was a long one. Uh, I, I don't remember, was it always four days? It's been so many years. But it's four days now. Yeah, like, they like they they started the fourth day a long time ago. But I think the longer it's been around, the more popular the fourth day gets. Yeah, I haven't been to PAX East in a couple years, maybe. Uh -huh. Actually, this is my third year not going. But I well, went for like five years, so that was. It's pretty much yeah. the same kind of now. Like I went to um, I I don't remember which is the first year I went, but. You, I used to go on day one and then leave on day four. But because of so many things are always going on, like, you know, events, party, meetings. Uh, yeah. Now I have to arrive on day zero. So I was there on Wednesday <laughs> yeah. and then get back till yesterday, which Monday. And I mean, I got in Monday night, so it's almost Tuesday. So it's almost like a whole week kind of situation now. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, I mean, I used to get so much out of going to PAX and stuff, but then I just kind of, I don't know. I'm over it. So I, I really don't go. I don't really go to any of the PAXs anymore until um, until I, unless I get paid to go or there's like a, a major opportunity like that. Or if it's in L.A., something one of the events in L.A., I'm always there, obviously. L.A. is a lot easier, you know, oh, yeah. uh, we actually went to an L.A. event uh, for <laughs> but not gaming at all. I actually keep still have this in my uh, wallet at all time It's a uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> ID card? Oh yeah! I have mine inside my actual like passport that I use as my ID. Uh -huh. In case I feel like screwing with somebody like walking into a bar. I'm like, here you go. And I hand I actually did that a few times and just for fun, like as I trying to take out my actual ID. And then I, I here take a look at this. There's my ID. And they actually look at it, it's like, wow, you look very happy. And they keep <laughs> trying to find out where it's my birthday. Like over and over. And they're really confused. I'm like, and I was like, oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. Like I was not trying to you know, mess with you about trying to actually get my real idea and flip over it's like spongebob but they always really happy and smile about yeah. it bikini bottom yeah that was a lot of fun that uh fun, yeah. but yeah zombie tell me more about you like uh you are what, what would you consider yourself like a uh streamer and but what else I'm, i know everyone know you stream I think, here i think what like over the years this is my like what i just say okay i'll give you the uber pitch like if i'm sitting in an uber or lyft i just tell them um yeah, I'm an online content creator. That's like uh -huh. the basic right thing that you can say. And then they're like, oh, really? What do you do? Like YouTube streaming? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I've been on Twitch for almost eight years. And mm. <laughs> well, actually eight years. And I've been partnered for like over six. So I've been doing it a long time. Uh, I mostly make gaming content. And I have the majority of my like whole 
career doing this, but I do once like there was more categories and stuff, I started doing like makeup and beauty and music and like crafts too and and just like like mm. photo or video editing, like all kinds of stuff. So basically I've just like made whatever content um that I enjoy, I've brought it to like my audience and it's really cool that I can kind of do that. Cause a lot of people get stuck playing like one game or something. But I started early, like diversifying my content so that I could do stuff like that. How, how but, did um, you even get started in the first place? Like what's like I remember back then when I know about Twitch, right? It was like Justin.tv. That's how long I knew it for. Oh, yeah, but then, of yeah. course, it became Twitch, and then, of course, it grew a lot since then. But I never really started streaming until the last few years, like three, two or three years, like very seriously. Uh, but what got you into it in the first place? I started playing a game called Smite. I had a Justin.TV account, but I mm -hmm. never streamed on it. I feel um, so always like, back in my days, Justin.TV. I know one of my roommates also streams and he's uh, he's been on there a long time, but nowhere near as long as me. And I'm always he's like when he says something like that, I'm like, sit down. Yeah, I got at least four years on you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I've been around there for a while. And what happened is I started playing Smite back in like closed beta days. And mm. I was so interested in the game that I was like, man, I really want to get better at this. Streams are a thing. That's crazy. Let me go watch somebody play this live. I can ask them questions in the chat. And I just like became a part of somebody's community and then like the whole Smite community. And that person was like, play with me while, you know, I'm streaming. You could toss your camera on my, you know, on Skype. I'll put it on the screen as well as my camera and we can just play together. Mm -mm. Um, and his name was Lionheart. And it's crazy because a lot of the people who were around in the OG days of Smite are still around either streaming or doing other stuff or casting or whatever. Um, and he actually went on to be the the vice president of high res which is oh, like that makes might but now what? he has his own company i think a different game developer com company but um or game studio but uh he encouraged me to start my own channel after that first stream with him and he was like yeah people love you do it and i did it and then high res like picked me up as like one of their streamers on their channel and um and then i just like diversified people were like you should play other games so i did and then just kind of snowballed from there Smite? And I moved it, to LA. <laughs> yes. Wait, where were you from? Well, I grew up in mostly Texas. Um, ah. I'm Cuban, though, so before that, it was all Florida, of course. Um, and then I moved briefly to Denver, and then I came to San Francisco for a couple years, and then I moved to LA like almost six years ago. And ever since I came here, wow. it's been uh, just like expanding even further than streaming and online content. Like I got cast for a reality TV show that I was on, and... Yeah, it was like a little survival reality show. And that was super fun. And that was like three years ago now. Holy shit. Oh, sorry. I'm not on a phone while the curse. But No, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, I don't know if there's a rating on Twitch. I'll just but... do this. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but besides, I mean, like, uh, I feel like swearing is very different now. Like back then, there's some word. It's like, oh, no. Remember, like, uh, for example, like back in the days, Gone, Gone with the Wind was like, I just don't give a damn. That's like, oh. Like, oh no! Oh no! You know they said they they said the the D word. Oh no! And now it's just like yeah, damn, it's not even close. Like not, not not a problem even, at all. Yeah, I think you can even say it in like G-rated movies, probably. Yeah, like it, it changed a lot. I think that's also with uh sexuality stuff too. Like you know how we view it, but that's like a whole other thing. Um, I, actually, one thing I want to ask you first, LA, why, like. Why did you decide to move to LA and how is it different than anywhere else? Because like it, it's not that 
you specifically, but like, I feel like I have asked a few people who did move here. Because for me, it's also a path, right? Like a journey to part of yeah. being this. And we all have decided like at one point, yes, I have to move to LA. And it, it means something different for everybody. But uh, how did, what does that mean for you? I don't think you have to be in LA to do streaming like Twitch and stuff. Like obviously you can do that anywhere. But if you're the type of person who wants to do, you have other ambitions like I do, like I do voice acting, um, I do hosting and stuff like that. And I like doing collabs. I've acted in some stuff, which is like, I'm not even an actor, but I've gotten like acting gigs. It's kind of weird. Like if you want to do other things and just collaborate a bunch, this is definitely a place to be because it is just, there's stuff to do everywhere. There's And there's always like pop-ups like you want to be a model you know you just start taking your own photos at like these pop-ups and then maybe mm -hmm. you'll meet a photographer maybe you'll do co cool photos there's like always opportunities to do all kinds of museums here. yeah and i i be you know i grew up in the south and i love warm weather and the fact that like we have almost no seasons here is kind of great it's just always warm and if it's cold mm -hmm. it's like not even that cold so yeah no i was just in boston it was freezing <laughs> oh and god I, I don't miss it like, it's hard because I want to be fat, not fashionable, but at least not look like a giant, like, puff, like, kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, like cotton candy. Exactly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and so I wore, like, a shirt and, like, a pretty nice cardigan uh, that I got from Wish.com, which I for totally forgot I bought. <laughs> like, what I love about Wish is that, like, you know, you you buy it and you forget it. And a few weeks later, sometimes maybe even two months, you come in the mail and then it's like, oh, look, someone bought me something. And then it was just me. Oh, you're like it's me past me bought me something yeah pretty much uh and i don't even have to be drunk because back then you'd be like oh you're drunk you don't remember and now it's just like oh i just didn't remember because it has been so long uh but it actually looked pretty good so i'm glad yeah, I just hop back on the the wish train it used to be really kind of scammy and stuff but i think like now yeah. you can tell which products are actual legit and which ones are not so much but yeah. I wonder if that affect the price though. We'll see. Um, but it's funny because I I would see fifteen of the same items, and then one of them would be like, yeah, free, and then five dollars shipping, and the other yeah. one would be like, oh, it's no, three dollars but free shipping. Uh, yeah, I don't trust that. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes like, hmm. But you know what? I, I actually just made that post uh, yesterday too. I was saying how a lot of people would be like, yeah, I'll buy something for twenty bucks, free shipping. But they won't buy something for like 17 bucks with $2 shipping. Huh, yeah. It's, it's, even though it's cheaper, but people's mindset is like, yeah, It's free a shipping. marketing ploy. It's mm -hmm. definitely like a, a strategy on that. When did the post office these, do? I, have, I keep touching my shirt because I have these two I voted stickers right here. <laughs> That's <laughs> great though. I just sat in line for like an hour and a half to vote. I didn't realize it was going to be that long. Oh, is it that long? Yeah. Like, because you have this like, little iPad thing too, right? You can do Yeah, and actually the voting process was super quick. I did like the the LA poll quick pass or whatever online and you just basically make a sample ballot and like it gives you a QR code. Mm -hmm. And then when you go up there, what what's long is like waiting in line to do it because not everybody's using that quick pass thing. Mm. But then you like use the QR code, it prints out your ballot for you with your choices. I mean, you check it first, and then you put it back in the machine, and it casts it for It's super quick once you actually get up there. But, yeah, I was just waiting in line in front of, like, a million people. Why is the line part so long? Is it because you have a machine, or people are being slow? Like, is I there a way to make it faster? I think some people aren't doing what I did, the fast pass, and they're sitting there going by one, one by one, looking at all the candidates and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, and then some people, you know, they don't know. And so maybe they're taking their time on mm -hmm. who they want to vote for. But since the line was so long, I sat there and checked all the candidates I didn't know about, like on my phone while I was waiting. And then I did my ballot based on that. So it was a little easier. I used my, my wait time to, to do all that deciding. They should um, do like a TSA pre-check or clear kind of situation, right? Like I know, people that right? do clear, like you go, yeah, you have to fast pass thing. Go ahead. It's like Disney too. It's like, oh yeah, cool. And people oh, that don't man. say this line, you know, like 10 well, items of You basically just do a mail-in vote at that point or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or do it online. I don't know. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of fraud though. I think, I mean, there's so much. This is a whole mm -hmm. other conversation about like voting and all that. Like, I don't know. It, it yeah. really wasn't that hard. I should have gone. I'm an idiot. I should have gone during the middle of the day when nobody's working or especially when everybody's at work. I don't especially we're freelancers, you know, we don't have to. Yeah. I, I forgot who I, I was talking to. Five. I forgot who I was talking to the other day and I was saying like being a freelancer now, I love going somewhere during the weekday, but I hate mm -hmm. weekend. Like <laughs> it, it's really obvious because I forget too, right? I forget what day it is. Uh, yeah. And then I'll go to a store and like, oh my God, why is it so crowded? Like, where are these people coming from? Is just something happening? It's like, oh wait, it's Saturday, huh? Yeah, or that's even like on a weekday, if I go to the grocery after work, normal work hours, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh crap, I should have gone in the middle of the day when nobody was here. I didn't even think about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally, I have the same thing. Yeah, I was like, I went to actually groceries today, Monday instead, so that was better. But I went to Costco and, uh, they they're out of water. Oh my god! What? Yeah, That's local a... Costco and mine is out of water. I think people are scared of that, you know, coronavirus situation going oh, on. Oh, and so people are like stocking up their um, yeah. What do you call it? Their their underground supply. Places. Yeah, and I like <laughs> in case. Yeah, yeah the yeah. bunkers. Even my dad was like, you know, buy more, you know, cup noodles in case. But like, uh, I mean, I mean, the only thing that uh, I think we're scared of is that if um stores are closed that's all like you know restaurants are closed and i'll be too lazy to get food but i don't feel like that would be a big 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 problem at least for me here uh it, i feel like it's blown a little bit out of proportion uh, yeah. coronavirus thing i haven't been really scared of it but i also don't go out in public very much you know working from home most of the time and i do go out like once a week but i go to like the same place Maybe mm -hmm. I would go out again to like another place or something like that. But um, I usually just I go to the same place. I'm like, it's I don't know. I don't really I feel like I have too much of a risk because I'm not going to places where there's a lot of international people flying in or anything like that. You know, see, I say that, too, but I went to um, I go to K-Town sometimes. Mm -hmm. But have you heard about what happened at K-Town? No, there was... was there a, a case? Yes. Coronavirus? Oh, yes. no. I know. It's really cl really close to all we all of us. But like because like um it was a Korean flight attendant. And then oh. she didn't know. I think mean, I'm not sure if she she might be cured from it, but like because she was young. But she flew in, didn't know she had you no know, the sickness, and then she went to a bunch of restaurants, party a bunch. So she went to many different places. Then oh, she no. found out she was sick. Yeah, and then they found out that and it's like, oh no, where have you been? And she's like well, I party a lot. Let's see. So she had like a no. list of places we went. Yeah. She got her Tinder and she was like, I met up with this mm -hmm. person, this part. No. <laughs> right? I wonder, Jeez. like, I know they're airborne too, but what if you like make out with someone? Like, would that affect it? <laughs> like, I mean, I bet. 
Yeah. yeah. And if you go further, it can be transferred via saliva. I'm sure coronavirus could. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't actually know anything about coronavirus. So, I mean, you know. Don't worry. I just, I, I just know that China's underreporting their numbers. Their oh, numbers. always. Always. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I, I haven't kissed anyone recently. And I don't think I will for a suit. <laughs> so, You're like, if you want to kiss, you got to use a dental dam. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good on this being staying single part. Like you know, it's yeah. just not happening. So, cool. That's one good thing about you know being <laughs> lonely and uh, dying alone. That's like, a, that's like an LA uh, pass, like rite of passage, though. Mm -hmm. to be like so, to learn to be self partnered because people here are so many things. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. And it's weird though, like because like. It's funny. So at BlizzCon, I had a lot of people talk to me, right? At BlizzCon, um, actually, I overheard a lot of people from other places. You know, they come from, you know, um, different side of the country. Am I frozen? I feel like I'm frozen on the screen. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they come from different sides of the country. But then I was like, um, cool. And then I saw someone using Tinder, right? Mm -hmm. And then they were like, oh, this is great. Because I overheard them, you know, wasn't talking to them. But they were like, oh, ah. Uh, Every girl that I see on Tinder is a is a hottie. Like, like they're really excited about it, but it's not the same though. Even though everyone is a hottie, uh, or whatever they consider, the problem is that um, is everyone's standards seem to be so skewed. And am I am uh, I frozen? I mean, yeah, you're still frozen, but um, Ooh. I think Go ahead. my my thing with the like any dating app in general. I kind of wish that there was a dating app. Have you seen that new show called Love is Blind on Netflix? Mm. It's like a reality thing. I have not. It's okay. So the it's kind of like it's similar in the vein of like 90 Day Fiance. But the thing is here is that there's like all these guys and all these girls and they don't get to see each other. But they go into these rooms that are called pods and there's a mm -hmm. wall between them and they get to like go on dates, quote unquote. Mm. They're like sitting there talking to like one of the girls or guys on the other side mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out who they like the best over like a few weeks. And then by the end of that time, hopefully um, they'll feel like a super connection without ever seeing each other. And mm -hmm. um, one of them will propose to the other one. And then uh -huh. out of those people who propose, they, they, what happens is like they, they spend like a, they go on a little vacation together and then they live together for the next month and then they're supposed to get married. That's like the, the basis of the show. It's kind of wild. Um, and it's cool. It's kind of cool to see like who matched up based on like their. So it's kind of like blind dating. Blind, like complete blind. Complete dating blind dating. And I'm like, that's kind of really cool. But at the same time, like obviously for some of them, mm -hmm. physical attraction is definitely a thing. You know, yes. and, and I think that's that's also part of it for me. And it's not to be shallow, but it is like for me, I'm I'm actually a very hypersexual person. I have like videos on my YouTube about this, too. Like mm. I have a hormonal imbalance that makes me have like a very, very high sex drive. So for me, if I wasn't like sexually or, or attracted to somebody, then mm -hmm. I would like physically, then I would just would not work for me. Um, and I feel like it's so much easier or well, I guess easier and harder is relative, but I don't trust someone that I don't see, you know, because like I can tell if they're lying or not, if they're yeah, you know, with their eyes, and um, yeah, their and, body language, uh huh, all of yeah, that. all of yeah. it. I, I, but and also here's the thing, like especially when um, 
one of the at least one of them if they physical is part of the important part not even important but like it's part of the equation and i feel mm-hmm. like it it doesn't matter it's not like they're just playing an instrument because like, you know how instruments when they do tests or when they want to get into a um giant band we call it like a uh, symphony they yeah. do lots of those blind um testing i'm not sure what's the word for it blind interview where they see like oh you can play the instruments does it sound great sound great then you go to second interview or whatever then you're in I don't think that would work for me dating wise. Yeah. Like I think there's definitely there's gotta be like physical chemistry, not just like sexual, whatever, but like something yeah. that's more important than others. And you know. Oh yeah, and I feel like anyone can, you know, decide what they're looking for, that kind of thing. Probably. Um, I think uh I think it's kind of, it can be really hard in LA because we are we we have this like entertainment industry here, like multiple platforms and things like you got your actors your models your Mm -hmm. musicians your djs your artists Mm -hmm. um all kinds of directors producers comedians you know you Mm -hmm. have all these creatives and then you have like gamers and youtubers also and stuff here too all these different creative type of people that um it's is very hard for people to feel like uh ready to commit because there's so many cool people here Mm -hmm. that it's like well and I know this is for me is like the moment I deal with some BS with somebody, I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with this. Um, yeah. Maybe before I was like less inclined to like give up on on like a romantic relationship with somebody. The moment that there was some red flags and I might mm-hmm. be inclined to be like, let's try it out, though. Maybe it'll change. But I think the older I get also, I'm like, people don't change those kind of like really serious. I, I also don't have time flags. for that, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I, and I feel like I'm happy by myself. So I'm like, I would rather just kind of have fun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, wait for like the right person to come along and not look for them, and it just kind of happens. That's why like, I'm not your mom. I'm not here to change you and teach you <laughs> yeah. to be better. You know, like if I'm not here to train you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, dating is actually really hard in LA. Like, mm-hmm. ironically, so. So, but I wish also, there was a dating app that had instead of like a picture, uh-huh. it had a video, and you had to like answer your questions about yourself because it's like you can tell the way what somebody speaks. Uh-huh. You can tell like. If you're basically on the same intellectual level, <laughs> I will say I did match with somebody a few weeks ago and I went on a date with them and we we hooked up and I was like, this is never going to happen again because that guy sounded like a total frat boy douche bro in real so, life. But I was like, eh, I'm just going <laughs> to have fun tonight. <laughs> but so, it's like, oh, so if, if that I was the known, case, I probably wouldn't have messed with it. Do they have to... Do they all have to answer the same questions or like you give them a questions, but then you won't know until you match them to talk. So I wonder how would that work? I don't know. I I feel like somebody needs to make that though. Like there's like a basic ASL Mm -hmm. type. Standardized questions. questions, Mm -hmm. And then you could pick like maybe three random questions that you want to answer. Just like in some apps, they have like random prompts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, my dog's going crazy. No worries. No worries. Um, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I I mean maybe I just man I I'm new to dating in LA so I feel like I'm just going through the same passage oh, that everyone yeah. have to experience. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> anyway, uh, you said yeah, you do agree. variety streaming. I know other mm-hmm. than just gaming and not spite smite anymore, but you used to. What else do you stream for people that don't know, especially? Um, well, I play usually a lot of the indie games that come out. I'm a big fan of like single player RPGs. Um, oh man, like the games that I'm really excited for that mm-hmm. are coming out. Uh, I really want to play the sequel to Hellblade. Oh mm-hmm. man, the first Hellblade was so good. 
I played it on stream and I was on front page and I cried my eyes out. It was oof. I love I'm games like Detroit. Huh? Have you played it? No, I have not, but I'm always worried about sequels. I feel like the first one usually do pretty well. And then because yeah. maybe the expectation is so high, I was like, it's like movies, you know? The second one yeah, usually kind of suck. That's true. I mean, it, it's one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. So, like, even if it's a fraction as good, I think it's still going to be a good game. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it's really intense, though. So, I, I liked it a lot. I really liked Detroit Become Human. That was a great fantastic game i'm really hyped for cyberpunk obviously mm. Big fan. you think it's a good choice that they delayed it you know i i think it's better that they did i was a little sad because it was coming out on my birthday and i was mm. excited in, in april i was like yay birthday present to me i'm gonna do like a big 24-hour stream playing it and all this stuff and i was like nope nope it's okay though <laughs> Figure out something else, but I'm I'm glad they pushed it because it's like I'd rather you know developers need to do that. They have the money to do that. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of developers don't, and I think yes, that's correct. the difference. Yeah. And here's what I said too, because like a lot of people were saying, oh, uh, you know, games they promise us this and this, and but it's, it's two sided, right? I think my problem is that people say, oh, it's good that they're delaying it, but and every company should do that, but not every company can do that. Like yeah. every day costs money, like every single developer is sitting there and, you know, if they're not selling the game, they're not making a profit. Like a lot of companies, yeah. now, even for us, you know, it's me telling the same people, it's like, yeah, some people can not have a paycheck for a few weeks or a few months. But if I go to, you know, someone, you know, maybe not having the best situation, living situation, I'd be like, hey, how are you okay if you don't get a paycheck for five months, you know, and it, it doesn't work for everybody. So I think it's situational. Yeah, totally. All right, what else? What else do you do? Um, well, I voice act in some indie stuff, indie games. I do some like trailers for games. Mm -hmm. um, I've done animated series on you know the web, various mm -hmm. places, mostly YouTube, but um, some other platforms in the past. Um, and then so I have coming up something cool. I think I'm allowed to hint at it. Okay. But I can't really announce like the name of it or anything yet. But I'm gonna be on. I, I it's crazy. I've actually never played D and D, and I've always wanted to. And I've uh -huh. I watch like a bunch of D and D uh, shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still learning. Um, but I'm I'm I got cast in like a new D, uh, like D and D show, like a production. Uh -huh. um, nice. It's gonna be really cool, and it's it's gonna be a different take on D and D. Like I think it's gonna have AR. Oh, yeah. So do so you have like, to wear something? I don't know. I've seen like clips that were like shown to me like as a test run. Uh huh. Um, but we're not shooting till May. Mm. Uh, I'll probably have more information to share later on. But I'm really excited for that because I've never gotten to actually play a campaign. And um, they just they were like really excited because they like me and my personality. And they're like, you're going to we want you. We want you specifically. And I'm like, yes, it doesn't matter that I'm not like super well versed in it they're mm -hmm. like nope so i'm i'm like just super excited to get my to dip my toes in the water and um i've been wanting like i'm probably gonna end up doing more D D on stream with like other friends and stuff too so i'm just excited to like role play and voice act like live which was mm -hmm. really cool yeah i mean it's exciting especially yeah. D these days it's a lot about acting and also playing games at the same times so i yeah. think it's a great combination the two for both of, I mean, both of those things for you. 
I personally haven't played D&D yet because um, I feel like I travel so much. Like, you know, I've been traveling for the last four weeks yeah, nonstop. It's hard to, I guess, when people want to continue the campaign and you're not I, around. kind of. Yeah, I don't want to be irresponsible where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, that character that Martin's play suddenly went to a dungeon and we haven't seen him for the next month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But my, my friend, I, w I was hanging with a friend at uh, PAX East this weekend. She bought a lot of dice. I mean, you should only need one set, but she bought a set after a set after a set. <laughs> I think she bought like three set of dice, and I think they're all like about like $100, if not more. Wow. Yeah. I just bought my first set on Etsy. It was re it's really pretty, and I did not spend that much. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they can range so crazily. They can go from $25 to like 200 bucks. I'm like, yeah. What am I buying? And how I thought about making my own because I I I've done like UV resin jewelry and crafts uh -huh. and like really cool stuff and I, I mm -hmm. can like that's actually like really cool art that I've done. Like I make these crazy like little mini sculptures or like crystals or whatever with like wild stuff in them. Mm -hmm. And um I was like I could totally make some dope super dope dice, but I was like, let me just start playing first and then I'll get into the crafty part of it. You, know? you, I have seen, because I've been to your place before, but I also have seen your keyboards. Tell me about oh, those keyboards yeah. that you do. I'm just a big fan of like having, you know, you, we sit at these desks all day, right? Mm -hmm. I want to have something to stare at that looks cool, that brings me joy. You know, it, it's my aesthetic. I, I it bring you joy. Yeah, <laughs> it brings me joy. Um, it does spark joy. No, so I've always spark. like wanted to collect really cool colored keycaps and here i'll try to hold mine up right now so you guys can see Ooh. Um, i don't know if you can yeah you can no see i can it. totally so see it it looks great yeah so it's got a lot and a lot of them here on this end are like artisan keycaps and there's like i don't know they're all like custom cast resin and, and things like that and they're just it's so fun and then i also like wrapped the baseboard if you can tell with like a holographic wrap Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah i can see it um yeah, I got to redo it, though. It's starting to peel off. But yeah, I just like to have something really cool to look at in front of me. And I love pink and blue, obviously, and, and mm -hmm. all these colors. So I've just oh, been wow. collecting. They're, it's an expensive hobby, though, I will say. Some of these keycaps, like one of them, I think this one right here cost me like 60, 70 bucks. Oh, and my God. <laughs> it's insane. But this one's like 3D. If you look and zoom in, it's got like a, a three-dimensional moon inside. Yeah. Like a little American flag and then the Earth. It's wild. What key is that one? Backspace? That's the enter key. Ah, okay, okay. I'll yeah. I have one that has a unicorn on it, inside of it, and, and it's on a cloud. Yeah, that one was another 60. Like, it's Artisan. an expensive hobby. It's really It dumb. is. Well, at least you're not using it for drugs, so. No, true. <laughs> I feel like that's like um, my, my arguments for every time I spend some money. It's like, well, at least this is not going to drugs. I mean, I could still spend money on drugs, but... <laughs> this, this specific money is not going to drugs. Yeah, I only spent half my half my saved money on Tylenol. <laughs> right there. Not yeah, enough headache. That's a fun hobby of mine. And then I have like my other hobby is like I guess collecting art lately. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the art I have is from friends like mm -hmm. that make art. Um, and then a lot of the pieces I have like throughout my house and stuff are just various designers and artists who make kind of very vaporwave-esque or cyberpunkish mm. type art and they've uh they i found them on like instagram or something like that mm -hmm. or at a gallery that i've already gone to um 
And I just really love... Oh, and is my thing frozen now? Oh, uh, no. You look fine to me. Oh, maybe it's just me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I started collecting some art. Like, I want to show you this cool one I got right here. I just got this. This is the last piece I got. Oh, there it goes. Can you see it? Ooh. That's like the... It's Homer Simpson. But also with uh, Mr. Clean, right, or something like that, when he was you know, in Japan or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's called like Samsara Simpson or something. Yeah, because there's an the episode where there is like, myself. Yeah, that's like an episode where he's like in an ad in Japan. Yeah, 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 that's his Yeah, like the box sure. is like a... Oh my god, my hair is so frizzy. I jumped in the shower before I went to go vote, and then I came back, and this is the mess. Oh, and I'm yeah. glad you made it back in time. Yeah. I still haven't done my hair, Martin. I gotta do my hair, and then and then I'm ready to... Let me know. We're supposed to shoot again. Photo shoots again. Oh, we have to go to that place. It's so Which cool. Which one? The one, the pizza place I was showing you. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Synthwave pizza place. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, you also do some body paint sometimes, right? Yeah, I do body paint sometimes. Um, I actually don't do them that often. I never have. I, I The most often I did them was like maybe maybe once a week or like maybe once every other week. The That's still a lot. body ones. Yeah, it's still... But I, it, that wasn't consistent. It was more like... Uh, I do more of them during October. So every October I do a costume every stream or a make a cool makeup or like a body Why paint. Why October? Because uh, it's like Halloween time and ah. like costumes. Honestly, I started doing it because costumes and like stuff like that is a little cheaper, a little more abundant. You can find it easier or there's like more variety. Mm -hmm. um, and you get some supplies pretty cheap. But then when I started body painting, um, I actually started body painting because of Kay Pike fashion. And that's one of her. Kay is amazing. There. Yeah. She's so sweet and amazing. And she's always been super supportive and like helped me get started. She actually sent me a Marone Paradise palette, which is an mm. expensive palette and some brushes to start, to get me started. Like, who does that? That's so nice. She's such a sweetheart. Um, I, I know, have like, her dice set. Oh, not dice, her card set. Oh, her card set. Yeah, I have yeah. that too. That is yeah. amazing. And oh, she, I, I mean, I, I have a lot of uh, respect for people who do uh, body paints on stream or just body paint generals. Yeah, I was so terrified the first time I did like a, a full body one. And uh -huh. I think it's because, you know, I'm not like some of the more like like K-Pike who's beautiful and everything, but she's also very thin. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, some of the other body painters are, you know, the popular ones are they're, they're very thin. And I'm a curvy girl, like I'm a curvy girl and I have mm. a big chest and it's not like uh, it's I don't have you know a fake air, like chest so mm -hmm. I get I get a lot of attention because of the my body shape which is kind of you know it's kind of shitty right yeah I get picked on a lot like I'm just people like to say oh she's just she's not even a real artist she's not even a whatever she's just doing it to show her boobs off or something and I'm like really like you wouldn't say that to somebody who was skinnier than me like no matter their their skill level, you know, especially yeah. if they just got started. Like I I haven't been doing it as long as and you know K Pike mm -hmm. or any of them, and it's just like it is an art. Whether you find my body attractive or not, or too much because I have I'm too curvy. That's on mm -hmm. you. It has nothing to do with my intentions or like any of that. And unfortunately, it has like kind of pushed me away from wanting to do it as often. It's also more mm. of like a. A self-conscious thing like oh i haven't been working out i gained a little bit of weight and don't really want to 
don't really want to put that out there right now. You know, maybe just do a shoulders up, you know, paint this time or something until I start working out again. That's, that's like more about me, though. For a lot of um, body painter, like regardless, like, you know, what you do, people just get mad at all the time. People who are doing any type of body paint. And it's just annoying. Like, I always say this, like, especially for guys who want to see girls to be more sexy. Like, you know, it doesn't matter to me. But like, if you want guys, you want girls to dress more sexily, stop trying to make it such a big deal. You know, <laughs> like you need to reverse that a little bit, you know, because like you keep trying to, you know, make a point out of it. Then you just make them more either self-conscious or don't want to deal with people that's, you know, always bugging them because of their yeah. body and everything. And like, like boobs exist and in no other industry that I know of that's an entertainment industry. Do, does anybody have a problem? You know, yeah. a hot female DJ, nobody complains that she's hot and then her, you know, you can see cleavage. Nobody gives a crap. Mm. Hot, you know, a beautiful actress, whatever. Nobody cares. But in like the gaming world, content creation world, for some reason. And they uh, don't just get mad. They get so mad. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's so dumb. It's, it's, and it makes, it pushes a lot of people away from being comfortable. Like I used to always wear sweaters no matter how hot it was in my mm -hmm. room and I would suffer because I was afraid of getting those comments and I would get the comments anyways. There's a, mm -hmm. there's a big popular clip on my channel of me wearing a long sleeve shirt, like loose. You can't see any cleavage. You can't even really see my boobs. And somebody's like, nice tits, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, really? You can't even see them. Like what the hell? That's it's, what, it's, yeah. Uh, um, have you heard that story of uh, Billy Eilish? Like she's, of course she's, I'm, mm, yeah. How is she now? Sixteen, seventeen now? I think she's eighteen now. She's eighteen now. She, she's like, been wearing the like oversized clothes. For really a while baggy. She didn't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I she read that wanna... about her. I thought that was super interesting and kind and of. And one sad, time she but... was just wearing a tank top, and then of course you know you get lots of people making really stupid comments or inappropriate comments, and then she has to go like, "Hey guys, that is why. Like I told you, and now we have to deal with this, and it sucks." Now, yeah. She felt like she had to, but I mean, it's also really comfortable and it's, it's nice. Mm -hmm. I get it. <laughs> like to wear baggy clothes all the time. Sometimes it's like way too hot though for me to do that. Especially in LA. Oh yeah. It's yeah. My roommates don't like to run the AC, but I have the biggest room and the most computers and things. And so mm -hmm. I'm just like sweating in here all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. please put the AC on. One of my housemates is a special effects artist. So he, his room is always super hot. Everything's oh, always rendering. Always... Yeah. Damn. Nonstop. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh. It's only March. It's just barely March. And I, we already, I, I already turned on the AC. So I'm kind of screwed for the summer. Trying to figure out what I can do ahead of time. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be like on fire. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like Australia bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, could be. It could be until Global we warming, right? Well, yeah. or something gonna you know happen with the pandemic, and then it's gonna be way worse than heat. Well, if if you you know turn up the heat and that kills the all the the de mm -hmm. disease, then go ahead, I'll sweat my ass off. Turn this that, into a. Sauna. It's gonna be like hot room yoga. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I used to do hot yoga. I love it, but you can also pass out from it, so it's kind of dangerous. Isn't it weird? Yeah, exactly. I heard about people like passing out from it. I I try yoga once. Um, hot yoga or just regular yoga? Just, just regular. Oh, yeah. Hot it's crazy. It's cool, though. Like, normally I don't sweat, though. Like, I could be working out. I actually don't sweat. The only time I sweat is, like, when I'm doing, like, running and stuff like that. But hot yoga, nothing. I mean, no, sorry. Uh, working out, regular. nothing. 
but I did yoga just once. I'm like, I'm not even doing anything. I'm just doing all these poses. And next thing you know, it's like, oh God, I'm dying. I'm dying. So whoever come up with the idea of like, oh yeah, using your own body as resistant. Good job on you. You're killing me. Yeah, it's cool. I like. I love you. I actually miss it, but kind of yeah. haven't been working out for a hot minute. So I got to get back on that train. I need to get back on it too. Soon. I got to get back on the streaming train. I've been, I moved at the end of December, beginning of January, and then I was setting up everything. And then mm -hmm. when I was setting up computers, we ended up having internet issues. And then when the internet was fixed, I had computer issues. Oh, you issues. had a lot of internet issues. I remember you posting about it. Oh, that was, that was actually last year at my old place where it was oh, really bad. This year, we okay. did, like this place, we just had an uh, issue and then it took a few days to fix it. We got it fixed like within the week. That's good. Um, yeah, and and it wasn't the same issue. Thank God. I thought it was, but it wasn't. It was fine. And we haven't this, had any issues since then. So then someone say that like you're pretending to have internet issues. I don't. I think maybe one person said that, and I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'm totally pretending not to have working proper internet for no reason. Like, I if I don't want to stream, I will just say it. I don't want to stream. I was about to say like I had internet issues, then my computers had issues." Uh, AMD actually sent me, uh, Leslie from AMD sent me two brand new computers. So I've been setting those up and, um, thank you, AMD. <laughs> yeah. Thanks AMD. Big, big, thank you. Like no obligation either. They were just like, she was like here at, you know, you know, you're a good person and I want to help you. And so I've been setting those up and, um, and then, you know, I have streamed a little bit here and there. I'm still kind of getting back into it and I'm trying to schedule out. So I'm trying to schedule out, I have like all these ideas for shows that I want to do. And one of them is a vegan cooking show mm. with a twist. Um, and it's really, it's going to be really fun. I like to cook a lot and I like to cook like creations that are normally not vegan, but like make them vegan. Mm -hmm. um, and like just serve my friends, have them over and almost do it kind of like mukbang style where we're just sitting down talking while I cook and then like sitting down eating and talking um, and it's going to be fun, but um, there is like a little twist and I don't want to say it right now. I already told some people on my stream a little secret sneak peek, but it's going to be really cool. And I would love to have you on sometime, Martin, Yay. if you're down. How long have yeah. you been vegan? Um, Over two years. Okay. Yeah. Well, what got you into it? Well, all my life I've been like off and on vegetarian. I grew up in the South, so there's mm -hmm. tons of barbecue and stuff and you know, I, I, everybody around me is eating meat. So I didn't really, I, I stopped eating meat when I was really little, like a tiny child, like maybe like five or six for like a few years there. I was like really struggling to eat meat. I would still like eat dairy and stuff because I didn't know. But the reason I stopped when I was really little is because of the texture. Um, mm. not I like always, how it tastes? I would or always it bite? get freaked out. Like... I was, I bit into like a chicken nugget and I bit a tendon or something hard. Uh. It freaked me out. And I was like, ugh, I'm eating a dead, and it reminded me that I was eating a dead animal and I thought it was so disgusting and, and awful. And I didn't, I would like, I would get upset about it and I didn't want to like eat animals. Like I loved animals and I didn't want to eat them. Mm. Um, and then I got like, kind of like conditioned back into eating meat and stuff like that. It still grossed me out a lot. And then I went vegetarian again for a while, for a few years as a teenager, and then again in my 20s. And then again, when I decided to go vegetarian the last time, I was like, you know what? I think actually milk's pretty gross, too. Like, now that I think about it, like, <laughs> what it is. Uh -huh. And, like, you, you smell bad milk, and you're like, oh, oh, that's so gross. And then you're like, oh, I'm starting to become... Most people become lactose intolerant if they're not already. It's like 90% of the world 
is lactose intolerant at some point. Is that high? Yeah, it's pretty high. I think the only people who are really immune are people in a certain region of Europe where they've been, they've had dairy farming for much longer than the rest of the world. So they're kind of mm. like, their genes have like mutated to accept it better. I'm Chinese. Um, so like lactose intolerance is pretty prominent in, you know, my yeah, genetics. Yeah, you guys didn't have a lot of dairy no. back in, you know, olden times either. Yeah. So yeah. You get, you're not used to it either. But we're not really meant to drink milk. Mm -hmm. So that's why. So I was like, let me give up milk too. I mean, I don't mind almond milk, cashew milk, all these milks. Um, and so I just tried doing that and I still ate cheese for a little bit because I was like, oh, I'm a cheese. Oh, like I love it so much. And then I had to, I found some like vegan cheeses that I really liked. Some of them mm -hmm. are total trash. Don't get me wrong, but it's also like regular cheese. So you go buy a little Kraft American single. It's really kind of trash cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cheese, cheese whiz in a can. That's trash cheese. What There's is also... actually cheese in the can? Like I, I no, I was, cause when, I, before I moved to America, I have no idea what is cheese in the can. And I don't oh, think that really? was possible. It's bad. The it's first trash. time I saw it, I was like, the F is that? And kids love it. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's like, to me, it reminds me of what you fill the dog toys with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Those Kong dog, yeah. But um, it took me a while to find like good vegan cheese. Well, not too long, but I, I, I made the switch then. And then I just, I've, I've expanded my horizon. The longer I'm, I've been vegan, the more types of food I eat. Mm -hmm. I used to be so picky. Like I didn't even like tomatoes. I never really liked this or that. Pickles, I, you know, stuff like that. And now I'll eat anything as long mm. as it doesn't have any, you know, animal products in it. Um, and I go pretty hardcore. Like I don't even eat honey. I try to avoid avoid like any animal products at all. Mm -hmm. I know not all vegans are on that level of uh, you know avoiding certain things, but um, so I like just, a like, vegan decided, tier or like vegan level. Yeah, I mean, there's some gray areas for some people. I don't have those gray areas, but I, I do acknowledge the existence. And I'm not mm. gonna like my roommate. She occasionally will eat like locally sourced honey. I'm not gonna sit here and say she's not a vegan. She's been vegan for like 15 years, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's like other everybody's choice and i'm not gonna like you know like i i eat food with my uh you know non-vegan friends or like uh -huh. vegetarian or like omnivore omnivorous friends all the time and it's like we if we know each other well enough we might crack jokes at each other but like at hmm. the end of the day it's your choice um and you do what you want right but i feel like I the always, internets get really mad at you sometimes they about do because i'm stuff. very well when i spread the message about like facts about it or like science or like studies people that they don't have to say anything they can keep scrolling uh -huh. right but for some reason a lot of people get really threatened by it and they get like really they feel challenged like their their lifestyle is challenged by it uh -huh. and so they that makes them upset usually mm -hmm. and um like i don't know everything but there's a lot of amazing sources out there um, You're wearing you a know, vegan shirt right now too, right? I am wearing a vegan shirt. <laughs> it says vegan power. <laughs> it, yeah, I, just, I want to spread information and like, I want to sh like share cool recipes and stuff that I make because a lot of people are just like, I wish I could do, you know, eat less of this, but I want to, you know, listen, it's always easier, right? You know? it's, uh, so, LA... it's so easy here. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I have so lots of, stupid. I have some friends who are vegan, some are vegetarian and I don't know. There's a misconception. I feel like it's very difficult to be a yeah. vegetarian, but vegan might be a little bit harder. Not sure exactly, but depending uh, on where you are, it's possible if you do like more whole foods, you know, instead of like trying to find those replacements like meat replacements or cheese replacements. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. And it's not ex more expensive either. You can actually find very cheap vegan replacements as well. It's just, you gotta like, just like any diet, you gotta do your research. You gotta like maybe ease into it if that's good for you. And um, if not, <laughs> zombie unicorns are vegan? Yeah, no, no crap. I <laughs> literally talk about it all the time. Mostly it's just me posting my food though. Cause I'm just like, look how delicious this food I made <laughs> is. And it has no animals in it. I think that's the best way to encourage someone, you know, for almost anything, not just about, you know, veganism or like anything. It's that's like, hey, look how great this can be. Instead of saying some, telling someone, it's like, no, whatever you do is bad. What I do is better, you know? I mean, yeah. and for everyone, even about, you know, election right now, and that's how we lost, how Democrats uh, lost their election last year because they were like, oh, oh man. You know, we, we, we're better. You guys are bad. And then it's like, well, Get people more mad. Everybody go vote. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go vote now. For me, for yeah. someone you know, from I I've been to places and have lived in places where it's more less freedom, oh, yeah. less you no know, uh, less democratic you know kind of country. Yes, having voting is very important. And you know, if anything, you, know, you guys decided, you guys made this happen. And meaning, there's lots of people who have different opinions in this country. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, um, I think it's fine. Just go out. We're like, I think we have one of the lowest voter rates out of like the democratic countries because it's not like required, you know. See, that is the problem because I feel like people we have it different. We had it so good for so long, and then now people just be like, "Oh yeah, oh, we don't need to do this." It's the same thing with anti-vax for me, you know. Oh we did God. such a good job at you know making sure that like, oh, we don't die from you know those kind of disease, and then we're like. Someone is get to the point that's so good. Someone's like, yeah, that thing's BS. We didn't need that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just commenting yesterday that I noticed on TikTok that there are a lot of anti-vaxxers on TikTok. And it's crazy to me. Like, what? I know. You How do think they... that, like, on a, on a younger social media platform that people would be more progressive but right because they all talk about saving the turtle and then now they decided like nope save the turtle but f your kids because you know i don't but care about let's bring back smallpox <laughs> like, what the heck i don't think they even know how bad smallpox is that's the, but but wait how, how do they promote promote um anti-vax on tiktok they're just people oh sorry hmm. come here puppy so I saw like a TikTok about a woman saying something like, if I can't bring my, you know, if my kid can't have Jif peanut butter at school, then you uh -huh. can't bring the plague, you know, like making a joke. And a lot of people in the comments were like the younger people were like, me and all my siblings weren't vaccinated and we're perfectly healthy and fine. And it's like, that's a weird right, thing right to be, now. That's <laughs> right actually now. a weird flex, you know? Yeah. Like. Right now you are. Wait till you get like, you know, and, and they're like, but I might be immune. And it's like, yeah, they don't know about herd immunity and all this stuff. Like there's, they're just super ignorant and they think that, you know, whatever. I have to say also, like I've, I've been vaccinated all my life, right? My mom uh -huh. works in healthcare and has all my life. Um, but when I was on that TV show, I went and lived in the jungle in Fiji. Uh-huh. Hey, come here. Come here. How, like. They gave us, they gave us about 10, maybe like eight, eight. Nine or I don't remember how many. It was about eight to ten different vaccinations before I went there because I was mm. like living in the jungle 
in the dirt, you know, mm-hmm. eating whatever we could find. So I was definitely at risk of getting something or contracting something, whatever. So I had a bunch of different vaccinations. And I have to tell you, I did not get sick when I came. I didn't get sick while I was there. I got a little stomach ache one time from something I ate. But the whole time I was there and then at like a couple years afterwards, I didn't get sick at mm. all. Like I didn't get a flu. I didn't get a cold. And I was like, this is a kind of a nice side effect of... Uh, getting all these vaccinations vaccinations. yeah yeah it's like i was protected from like a lot of just different viruses and things for a while for me it is more of a micro dosing i don't get sick because i think i because i go to so many conventions Mm -hmm. and all type conventions too you know not just uh gaming conventions i go to anime ones i go to some business business conferences uh even gdc even though still gaming i have people from all around the countries that go to gdc uh, so I'm like micro dosing on all this bacteria that keep me alive pretty well because uh, it you know so much little but I build an immunity but that's kind of like what those vaccines are supposed to do. So yeah. you know, luckily you know I still haven't gotten sick every time I go to a con. So I'm really I used to get sick all that. the time and then I like learned how to like do cons better and stuff. And mm-hmm. then I didn't get sick for a while. But then last this past TwitchCon in uh, San, Diego, San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I got. So 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 sick after it and it wouldn't go away and i had to go to urgent care um it was bad it was also kind of my fault because i was a little bit of a a girl that weekend (laughs) (laughs) so you know you make out somebody you're probably gonna share some germs but i i definitely like uh yeah i had not gotten that sick in a, a long time and i was like oh man i've oh don't miss that at conventions at all. But, Good. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier you wash said about hands, you know, wash your hands. Wash your hands, Oh, look. Tinder just said I got a new match. Oh, um, fun. I don't, I don't. I don't believe it though. It most likely a bot. You know, going on Tinder is. I feel like it's dangerous for guys. I mean, not dangerous, but it's really silly for guys. Um, and it's for me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a point about what I, on my Tinder experience. One problem I have with Tinder. <laughs> Is that uh, it's, not, it's not really much of a problem, but it's more of a lot of girls would have their uh, profile. They're either a bot or they are a profile that would say, oh, yeah. Um, uh, what does it say? Oh, yeah. I don't I'm not on this app often. So, uh, you know, message me on Instagram. Oh, my God. Really? But that's that's like the opposite, right? This whole time we're going for like don't slide yeah. into people DM because that's disgusting. But now it's like. I yeah. will give somebody my phone number because I don't have notification turned on for them. So I'll give them uh-huh. my phone number if I actually want to like talk. Like mm-hmm. I can I can do like, you know, not talk to them for a day and then come back and talk. But if we want to like meet up or something, I'll be like, here's my phone number. But what I do get is on Tinder or even Hinge, I'll get people in my other folder, uh-huh. on my Instagram. And they'll be like, I saw you on Tinder. I figured I'd shoot my shot. And I'm like, I didn't ask you to do that. And I'm definitely probably not swiping on you now even if i was going to because that's mm-hmm. pretty like weird and yeah. i don't know it'd be different if they approached it differently and they were like hey i just wanted to follow if they were super cool and like less creepy about it maybe uh-huh. i'd be like oh okay we can follow each other or something like that but they're always so creepy they're always, always so so creepy i actually get lots of uh dick pics oh really because uh On instagram folder yeah because guys a lot of guys think that i am my models even though they're all different models. Oh, Both yeah, guys, so girls, stupid. 
different hair colors, different look, different size, different shape. Like it doesn't matter. They will still think I'm a girl. Yeah. That's so stupid. I, I think it's better now because I post a lot of selfies. I've I've outed people for sending me dick pics. I won't show their dick, but I'll like cover mm -hmm. it up and be like. I've done that in the past, so I don't get a lot of dick pics anymore. And if I mm -hmm. know that it's going to be a dick pic, I can tell. I just restrict their account. I mm. like that you can restrict it now, and they can't yeah. even um, they can still follow you, but like they mm -hmm. can't see anything. Like it's kind of interesting. The problem I also have with you know them asking me like, oh, you should um message me on Instagram. I'm like, no, because Instagram for me is a work work kind of thing, right? It's yeah. where I have most of my uh content i use it mostly for you know work kind of stuff so it's very strange it's kind of like going to a club hitting on someone and they'll be like hey you're kind of cute you know what you should do send me an email with your work email address <laughs> that's how yeah, it feels why don't like you get my phone number or why don't you just i mean yeah. mm -hmm. yep that's why i give my phone number definitely more than i would is that a dangerous though i feel like if I like them and, and we're already matched, you know, and we're already talking, mm -hmm. I'll probably like follow them on Instagram just because I like I'm on Instagram all the time. I like to watch mm -hmm. people's stories and stuff, but I don't really talk to them on Instagram. You know, you are on Instagram a lot. I see you posting stories like, but you, yeah. you would do like a chunk of stories every single time, too, which is great. I love to watch them. It's yeah. like entertaining, but like some days will be like one or two stories and then some days there's like 20, you know. Is, is it hard to do so much like? I, I know we do so many content, so much content, but do you think it's hard to keep up with doing so much content? I mean, if you're really motivated, so I, I'm actually like, I can be really motivated and I can have lots of content to do. Like I have some shows coming up that like the cooking show, um, I, I'm going to do a music kind of show as well. Mm -hmm. And then a makeup show. Um, so I have tons of content and ideas and things that I want to do and things that I can do. Um, I think it's hard to stay motivated, especially when I guess in our industry or in like uh, this kind of specific space when you're a, a woman, because <laughs> you get you just get mm. a, or if you're me, let me let me put it that way. If you're me, you get a lot of hate for like really dumb reasons. Um, like what? Like give, having, give me some example. Like having boobs, like being curvier than the other body painting, you know, people oh, like, no. um, like playing Conan Exiles. Mm -hmm. on early release back in 2017 and nudity is allowed in that game and creating your character and adjusting the her body size and making a joke about it and then another streamer gets <laughs> so so this weekend i had to deal with this i that there's a clip of me playing conan exiles a popular game where there's mm -hmm. some nudity i was creating my character changing her body shape making a dumb joke very old clip three over three years old oh uh but another streamer uh, a big, big, big streamer played uh -huh. an actual adult-rated game, like a porn-type uh -huh. game about stripping. Like hentai kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of, yeah. You're playing Connect Four with this model, and then if you beat her, she takes off her clothes. Connect Four. And there's four. a cheat code. There's a cheat code to enter to like actually have nudity instead of centered. Censored. Mm. I didn't actually see the clip for a while, and I didn't. I was like, I don't know. But basically, the internet loved like somebody who didn't like me took this old clip of me changing the body shape sliders on uh -huh. Conan Exiles of an allowed game that ever, a lot of people have streamed uh -huh. from like over three years ago, almost four years ago, and said, look at this girl. She didn't get banned for showing nudity, and then this streamer got banned. It's a totally different thing. The guy was playing a porn game. I'm playing a game that just happens to have some nudity in it. And they like the internet just came down on me this week, and it really sucked because I, I just like said a couple things. I was like, 
you know, the game's allowed. Tons of thousands of streamers played Conan Exiles. It's and not that was what, three years ago. Either. Yeah, it was all, and that and they're like, but they tried to turn it into like, I, I have any, I have no involvement in any reason why this person got banned. I have no re like relation. I haven't said anything. I haven't done anything. I have hardly been streaming. <laughs> and of course, I just the people just love to use me as a punching bag. They could have used anybody playing Conan Exiles. Like they could have used anybody. But they took a clip of me and they were like, she's sleeping with Twitch draft. That's why she didn't get banned. Blah, 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 blah. Not true in any sense of the word. Hmm. It's just a game that's banned versus a game that's not banned. End of story. <laughs> so, With, yeah, that's going to be no. demotivating as well. Like, I was supposed to stream all weekend and I didn't because I was like, I don't want to deal with this, people. I don't want to deal with this in my chat. I don't want to post any content on Twitter and have them all spam it with nasty mm -hmm. things and that can be really discouraging mm -hmm. you just got to move past it but sometimes you do have to take like a little mental break for sure like now then i want to ask you what do you think about the whole cancel culture uh because you know we play a different part too like you know because um yeah. you're a woman but also i i've noticed that people really like to pull up your past yeah i mean you know we've all made mistakes but like Sometimes they're not what they seem either. I think that we sometimes need cancel culture in the cases of people who are like, yeah, you make a mistake once and, and you're really remorseful of it or like, you know, you get involved in a situation that just sucks, whatever. Um, I don't necessarily think, I mean, it's case by case, but like mm, that, that, that I shouldn't call for like immediate pitchforks like this person should die, blah, 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 you know, um, I think that some people really need to get canceled though. And I've, I've stood up for that too. Like there was a guy who'd sexually assaulted many women um, and he had harassed many people and been really awful. And I was kind of like a leader in that where he was just still getting jobs, still doing these things. And so everybody's like, I just kind of said something about it when he did something to me publicly. Mm -hmm. And I collected all these other stories and clips from other people I put it all in like one video and I was like, this is what this guy has done. He continues to do it. And then after I put that out, he got fired from like everything. He got canceled super hard because he actually was like a really terrible person. And I think like that kind of situation where somebody like Harvey Weinstein, like this kind of situation mm -hmm. where people keep getting away with really awful things. I think that that's when cancel culture is like necessary, you know, but I think that people need, you know, people make mistakes. We're human. People mm -hmm. learn from those mistakes and you have to let them learn and you have to like let them grow. Mm -hmm. If they're the same, you know, doing the same crap over and over again, obviously maybe they're not worthy of, you know, being forgiven or, or you know, being supported or whatever. But I, I think that a lot of times people take it too far for sure. Like the person that you mentioned just now, are they, were they in the gaming industry? Um, They worked in the gaming industry. Yeah. Do you they think were doing, that like hosting and stuff? He doesn't get any jobs with this anymore. That's good. So. But uh, do you think it's more forgiving for guys? Not for guys, but like, do you think the gaming industry seems to be not as vigilant about taking risks? Because like, I have heard many stories from multiple people, guys or girls, uh, about you know some people are not being good people at all, and some people like do some really really horrible things. But because they're a big streamer and a huge influence, they're still in the space and you know nobody really have done anything even if they have like evidence against it like it's just oh yeah i think you know 
there if there's i don't know there's some situations where like a few different streamers have had this happen recently where they had tons of discord logs of them saying really racist <laughs> messed up stuff not just uh -huh. one person multiple people mm -hmm. um one person actually both of them that, that i'm thinking of off the top of my head they got a lot of flack for it mm -hmm. they gave really empty apologies and not mm -hmm. really you know whatever and then that was it they 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 continue to go on and, and i think it's really crappy i think it's really bad i i think mm -hmm. that it's like it's not just a one-time situation they they've those types of people have been like continually really shitty and shady under you know under the you know, behind the scenes whatever mm -hmm. and it got swept under the rug and it's kind of like I think you should give them more of a waiting period to make sure yeah. that they're they're actually changing and being a better person. See, that's know, a difference. That's a difference between I feel like between uh, other companies and products. Like, let's say you know Nike did something that people are not happy about, and people, yeah, I'm gonna stop buying Nike shoes. You know, we'll buy Puma, Reebok, whatever. But with yeah. Twitch, it's such a conflict of interest, you know, because people are not most likely will not boycott Twitch if someone did something wrong. There will be more so to boycott um, maybe that one particular you know content creator, uh, but also like if they don't watch one person, they're gonna watch someone else, and I, I don't think it's gonna hurt the platform if if they don't you know ban someone. And also like out of streamer, they can't because it's also their livelihood. Like let's say you're not yeah. agreeing with what Twitch is doing, and some people do streaming. And if time. you're so big on Twitch and you do something that's really questionable. And there's like some weird legal gray area and Twitch decides to like kick you off the platform. You mm -hmm. you could sue kind of thing. Like it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird, like I know everybody gives Twitch a lot of shit, but I have to say like, I've been on Twitch for eight years and I've seen a lot of stuff. Like I've seen a lot of things and I've never broken TOS, but people constantly think I have, right? <laughs> And there's times where I got before like rules were um, set in place where you couldn't um, really talk negatively about another streamer by name because it'd be considered like brigading or something like or targeting huh. targeted harassment. And they changed rules. So you can't do that off platform either. Right. Um, I feel like that I, happens all the time, though. Yeah, well, it does. But if if you report it, depending on the severity, they can take action. It's it's yeah, it's uh -huh. a thing. But um, I actually like. A long time ago, like there was some drama between some girlfriends of mine and I was like telling a story about one of them kind of bullying another one. And I said their name um, and I, you know, there wasn't a rule about it yet, but it was just kind of mm -hmm. like they were leaning towards that. And so like Twitch staff told me like, hey, here's a warning. We're actually going to be, you know, making rules about this. So just if you want to tell a story, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, don't include somebody's name. And I was like, OK, noted. And then I never did that again. I also like. That was a long time ago. place in my content. Like, even if it's bothering me, like, save it for, for my friends, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I hate drama content. I hate I... it so much. And I know that people hate it, but they love it. But I actually mm -hmm. just hate it. Like, mm -hmm. it's lazy. It's not real content. It means that you have nothing original to offer. And so you sit there and just regurgitate and, like, and instigate all these little problems all around. And it's like... Just but that's like half of the popular YouTube videos these days. I hate it. It's so bad. It's so lazy and it's not it's not talented. 
Mm-hmm. It's, you know, anybody can do that. I could sit here and make drama content all day. Do I want to? No. Do I have any interest? No, because it's so draining and negative and and not a good highlight of what this industry should be about. I don't think so. I don't support it. I don't, I used to like follow some drama content creators and I realized I can't even do that. Like I can't even, I can't, I'm not going to like a tweet. I'm not going to mention their name ever again. Like their mm. name is erased from, I'm not going to even know. Like I it's hard to keep that. track. And also a lot of it, as you said, the drama was fake or the person reporting is fake. There's so many fakeness in between. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not reporting. It's not journalism. It is not. I have to make that clear. I came from a yeah. I came from a background in journalism. It is gossip, and it is them in interjecting themselves into these stories and making it. They're embellishing, and they're like purposely trying to start fights and stuff like that. Like this, it's just not good. But then you also see them being BFF at the next event. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about all. Like I don't care. Like I'm just (laughs) keep it all away from me. I want nothing to do with it. Good. Uh, But uh, I mean. It's tough. It's tough. I feel like your internet's always trying to drag you back in, regardless. Like if you're involved, like just like what you said about earlier, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not even involved or related. You know, I think I I came up with an idea of why, and I think uh-huh. it's because I have been so resilient over the years out of different things. You know, I've I've gone through like like seven years ago almost. I made the mistake of using uh you know a bad word um not in like a in a bad way but it was just like kind of gamer slang at the time uh-huh. and i i said it to like frustrated to myself and then i immediately was like that was wrong i'm sorry i'm never doing it 7 years ago never gamer did it slang. again okay and and it, it like people brought that back to haunt me and it's like literally one time 7 years ago and of course it's still you know people hold on to it other times like you know there's something I get a lot of crap for which was uh, a, a campaign to like help end harassment in gaming there's so much disinformation that trolls love to to you know spread about it. Basically, mm-hmm. I was brought in as a consultant. I gave them ideas. I didn't talk to them again for months. And then mm-hmm. they brought me in to like host the event. I didn't know anything about what was going on. I had hoped that they took my advice. Um, and then they were they kind of threw all this stuff at me. And I was like, well, I, I really hope that it makes a change, but I don't think this is right. And you the could right tell, way. like, if you watched the event, you could tell it was really uncomfortable the whole time. Like, I host stuff. And I'm super bubbly and ecstatic and fun, even like serious stuff. Like I'm, I'm much more upbeat and I don't look like I'm having a really bad time. And I looked mm-hmm. like I was having a terrible time because I was like torn. I was like, this is bad. I know that the intentions are good, but like, it's just not coming across right. They didn't listen to me. Um, I got kind of stuck being obligated to do it. I didn't get paid. It was a, you know, a, a free ch- thing for charity I was doing. And a lot of people turned it into... Like I was making money off of like selling headsets or something like that. When it literally all that money that they <laughs> were doing for these headsets was going to charity and I had nothing to do with it. Like mm-hmm. people just love to twist everything. But there are, are like articles out there and journalists who have covered it, who covered the whole story and like and and like put the facts out there. And, you know, the agency that put it on, like wrote a whole thing and like showed and like proved that like I had nothing to do with it. But of course, the Internet wants to like have a scapegoat. They want like somebody to like crap on Mm -hmm. so that's like another thing that constantly people come after me for but at the same time it's like i've survived that i've survived this you know i spoke up against um e3 like a company breaking e3's rules people Mm -hmm. turned it into me slut shaming some girls for dancing that had nothing to do with it that's not i never said anything like that 
but people just love to twist it and try to tear me down and and just try to get me off the internet but i keep coming back i'm still successful i get even more successful and i i'm so resilient that i can deal with all this crap and i think that's why it constantly comes my ways because they know she's somebody we can go after she's still here she'll take it blah 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 and it's like they're just that's angry. annoying it is annoying, but it's like they're just angry people online who will take whatever and run with it because they have no other better way to take out their anger and aggression and and deal with their own like mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to have anger and stuff like that. You just need to find a healthy way to deal with it instead of going online and mm-hmm. telling somebody um you know, a bunch of nasty things threatening my life. I've had tons of threats, you know. Mm-hmm. And just the this weekend because of that thing I had nothing to do with, somebody messaged me tweet or tweeted at me saying they were going to kill my dog. Like, what the hell, right? But that's actually real danger too because like you, you, you're you, a public figure and yeah. people have a lot of sources to know where they are and all kinds of stuff. They might actually find out where you live and you have to walk your dog. You I know? know. Well, I'm very careful and that's always a fear. That's always a fear of mine. And half these people would never actually... Well, I think the majority of people would never do anything like this. Mm-hmm. They, they're just all talk, you know, sitting on the couch, you know, grumpy for whatever reason. And they're just saying it online because they're anonymous and they can. And it's the way that they've decided to take out their anger and aggression. It's not unhealthy. Healthy. It's really yeah, unhealthy. I'm not perfect. I've, I've like been sa- like a sassy bitch to people online too. Mm-hmm. It's never been like out of nowhere though. Mm-hmm, people have like seen, shown tweets of me in the past like, calling somebody a bitch or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like it's because of the things that they said to me i was pushed to a point where that's how i got they want a reaction from you that's yeah and i've I've stooped to their level in the past and i've learned like no i i should not even engage in these low quality people if you're somebody who's watching or listening to this and you have to deal with you know any trolls on the internet you just have to understand like those are low quality people they are not worth your time and it's easy for me to say and hard to do. It's even hard for me sometimes, but it's like they're so low quality. They don't know how to deal with their stuff. It's not even worth engaging. It's just going to waste your time. It's not going to be healthy for them. If you don't respond and give them that reaction, they're going to dissipate and they're going to find something else to do. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. I that's mean, my, my advice to dealing with stuff like this, honestly. I think that's how I would see it too. Like if you don't engage with them, because again, a lot of them want a reaction from you. They want to see you fail. They want to see you fall. They want to see you. It's kind of like how paparazzi like to poke Mm -hmm. at like celebrity. So then hopefully you'll get punched and then get something out of them. Yeah, that that happens. Uh, I know why so many celebrities don't want to be on Twitter or Instagram. Like I'm not even that famous (laughs) by Mm -hmm. any means. And I know why I've seen it like firsthand and it sucks. Especially because, like, a lot of these people who just spread hate online for whatever reason, they have, they're so out of touch with reality. Mm -hmm. Like, when I take time off from streaming, it's not because I'm sitting here in my room alone. I'm actually, like, going out or, like, spending time, like, with my friends, my dogs. Like, I'm going out and, like, getting back in touch with the world, Mm -hmm. you know? Because it keeps you very grounded. It keeps you, like aware of your surroundings and how people interact and and maybe not everybody's as much of a social butterfly as i am but like i'm an extrovert so i love i love yeah me too but (laughs) i mean even introverts they need that human connection sometimes in real life to kind of remember like oh it's just the internet who cares how many likes that got who cares whatever blah 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 right 
and, but, and all these like trolls are they're so out of touch with reality it's insane hopefully a lot of them maintains this being true because if it escalate it's actually kind of scary one of my friends uh actually had someone try to kill her like oh my you're like, for real yeah for real jesus i mean it's just like that one youtuber that got shot in the face at an event oh yeah but i have actually a close oh friend God. that almost got killed and it's wow. extremely extremely scary uh yeah. and it, i'm still surprised how like i hope it will never happen but i'm really surprised such escalation hasn't happened at a event at a convention yeah because it's so easy so easy to bring a weapon into a convention uh and depends on the convention mm -hmm. um vidcon this year was they cr like super cracked down even all of oh, yeah. the i was a feature creator and even us we had to go through like they have to sh we had to show all of our bags and like through a security thing mm -hmm. every single time so for most video games like more entertainment especially you know bigger people bigger following they're doing that more and more uh but for lots of anime convention that doesn't really happen oh they do oh wow and you know, some Very. of my friends have like you know, hundreds of thousands, some even millions of followers. And yeah. all you need is just one person not happy with the cosplayer or you know entertainer, whatever they are, and just decide to like, yeah, I'm gonna bring a knife and I'm gonna stab her in the face. Oh no, yeah, no. So I've only been approached by somebody in real life, not to like attack me like that, but like to kind of mm -hmm. like verbally be just awful to me. Um, uh -huh. One time was at Twitch or VidCon this past summer, and they were just trying to like bug me about that, you know, anti harassment campaign. Mm -hmm. And I was really nice to them, and I just said, "Hey, it's not really nice, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna like, it's not nice to do that, okay?" And that's were they I trying said. to record it too, or were they yeah, just... they were trying. To, they recorded it. They put it on YouTube. This was actually a drama content creator type person, and I get comments mm. about this person all the time too. I actually just, it was really upsetting because we just had a great panel about Twitch and stuff. And I, I was just like, look, dude, that's not, it's not really cool. It's not very nice. All right. Okay. And then I walked away and I actually started, I didn't want to like say this, but like, I, I actually started crying. Cause I was like, man, this, that's such a bummer. You mm -hmm. know, like why can't people just chill out, be nice. And I walked away and I like kind of hid in the back for a minute. Didn't say anything to anybody. But the security kind of, I guess, like, they, the, the head of security there, she saw my face and saw that I was a little upset walking away. So mm -hmm. while I was in the back, they decided, the panel was already over, it was done. They decided mm -hmm. to remove that guy from the area early. They were like, okay, it's over, we need, we're going to need you to leave, you're kind of causing a, a little bit of a ruckus here, nice. whatever. I don't know what they said, but the, it wasn't, like, anything super harsh. They were like, all right, we're going to just have to ask you to leave early, it's already over. Mm -hmm. um, and the guy knowingly said you know knowing that this was a lie he said to like twitter and everything and tagged me in a video and said that i got him kicked out of the entire convention which that that's not that did not happen you know he then corrected himself later and he did even say like i don't even know if she said anything to them but it was over and they just asked me to leave early he corrected himself later but the damage was done and his like drama following and all these other drama channels picked up on it and so mm. I just like constantly got hate from that too. And I was just so nice. I was like, hey, dude, that's not really nice. And walked away, you know, didn't do anything. And it's just like, at least it wasn't, that was it. That was the the level of, it wasn't very scary. It was just kind of mean, you know, mm -hmm. but like the internet will take it. And then one of those people from that like whole debacle 
threatened to shoot me the next time they saw me at a event, which was very scary. Uh, and because of that, and because of that, Twitch actually gave me a, uh, because of that and like something else, uh, Twitch gave me a uh, private detail security at TwitchCon last year, which was pretty great. So I, I had no issues walking the floor at TwitchCon because I was like, I actually have a plain clothes security officer and she was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like anytime somebody like the situation was getting weird, she was always like around if I needed help or anything like that. Um, or like was scared of being, you know, any confrontation. It was pretty amazing. I know not everybody gets that treatment, but I had a threat on my life. So it was like really nice of Twitch to offer that to me, obviously. <laughs> um, but nothing happened. Um, and the other time was like so many years ago. It was like PAX East. There was like a little kid, like a little, little teenage boy who was going around asking YouTubers and streamers, or I think he was asking streamers. He was like, yeah, can you sign my PAX book? <laughs> and then That's sweet. I, I'm going to sign it, whatever. And I'm like, oh, sure. No problem, dude. And he's like, yeah, can you just like write on there? Like streaming is not a real job. And then I remember I just, that. Like, I, I like literally just put down the marker and I was like, really, dude? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, get the fuck out. Really? It's not a real job? Well, I, I must not be paying for my food in my apartment with real money then. <laughs> like, I don't know. Also, if what Uncle Sam hell? doesn't take a cut, that would be great. Yeah. Jesus, I, that was the worst though. I've never had anybody actually be physically um, aggressive. Thank goodness, like I've never had anything. It's just I, the balls on that kid was hilarious. The other guy was just really awkward. Mm -hmm. um, but I can't imagine at an anime convention with everybody in costume and things. I feel like it'd be really easy to hide a weapon. Oh, definitely. I mean, That's even terrifying. with props, it's like, oh, this is a prop, you know. Yeah. And it's not like weapon checking or they do this thing where it's like a uh, weapon check or like you know. Peace bonding. Where it's like, I promise I will not use this for bad. Like, that does it. I, I don't think that would ever help, you know? Like, no yeah. one is going to, oh, yeah, I promise it. So, therefore, I guess I can't kill someone with a knife now, you know? Yeah, um, that's no good. What if they had, like, you know, like a, a fake weapon, but inside was like a real weapon? Oh, it's really you know? easy to do that. It's like, you can hide. You know, I'm not going to give anyone ideas, but it's, it's not difficult. It's that's extremely scary. easy to do that. I yeah. know. They really need to have, like, the metal detectors and like the whole security you know bit yeah. there oh my belts go off every time so i really like check me so i i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not uh have any issue with that like i'm glad they're doing that because i can see how some people can take advantage of it or also you know oh, stabby stabby yeah. <laughs> you know yeah well hopefully it's sad because it's like we have to do that but like you know it's hopefully we move more towards that direction mm -hmm. or like better comfort and safety at these types of things well i'm glad you're still alive and i would love <laughs> to see you more let's uh yeah. let's shoot more you know once you have you know we do your once hair I do my hair it's all yeah. fresh that'd be great yeah uh, oh my God, it's so fluffy right now dude it's like it I, is. i'm a frizzy mess it right now is i'm gonna go handle crazy. this <laughs> yeah please uh t tell us uh where can we find you uh social media um you can find me at the zombie unicorn with no ian zombie on pretty much I, everything i mess up on that one <laughs> yeah no it's okay it happens all the time even if you search zombie unicorn with the e i usually pop up so why zombie unicorn um, i mean i know, I know so, unicorn part for sure that's yeah <laughs> well i used to go by miss casanova because that's my mm. real last name but um you think it's I a fake last name no it's my real last name no but do people think that's a fake last name oh people think it's fake sometimes yeah because mm. you know casanova means like player and stuff um 
<laughs> no, I would play Smite, and with that name and game, people were like, oh my god, go back to the kitchen, blah, 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 right? And so I was like, ugh, I need to get Miss out of my name, and I'm not going to put just Casanova, like, uh. So there was a one of those flyers that's like, come up with your new nickname based on this TV show, right? And it uh, was the regular show, which is like a cartoon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, if you guys don't know, it's like a little, it's on Cartoon Network. It's a, a little raccoon and a blue jay. Bird, it's, yeah. it's really cute. It's funny. But, um, Cartoon Network yeah. went through a time, like, those, it's one of those shows, like, there's a time I feel like everyone at Cartoon Network was on drugs. <laughs> like they made, yeah, it's like a kid's show, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. But it's like funny for adults. They, too. they made a lot of shows during that period that's like, okay, are people okay? They're like, do I need to call someone over there? They're like, Every show there was like, you guys are on a lot of crack or something. <laughs> There's but, one of the episodes of the regular show where like you're, you, uh -huh. you just have to be high while watching it. Yeah. It's like wild. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, what? Yeah. That? There was, it was like, come up with your new nickname and it was Zombie and Unicorn. And I was like, that's badass. Like, I really like that. Uh -huh. It's a super, it's, and also it's kind of agendered because zombies, people who like zombies, somebody might be inclined to think, oh, this is a, a guy. And then mm -hmm. unicorn. Oh, this might be a girl. And so it's mm. like a lot of people sometimes are like when they hear my name and don't know me that they think it might be a guy or something. Mm. And I'm like, I'm cool with that. Like, that's why I started it. And now it's just become me, you know? Yeah. And it took, you don't have a E in there. So yeah, it's well, it's because it was originally taken. I have it now on, on pretty much every platform, <laughs> but I just don't use it. It's like I'm Spanish, you know, Nati is nicknamed for Natalie. And so zombie in Spanish is without the E mm. and, and yeah. My my line used to be uh, zombie with no e and zombie because I'm an idiot and I misspelled it, but it's not true. It's just taking yeah. on everything. <laughs> That's you should as the case. I feel bad yeah. for our kids. So hopefully they can get all the username they need. But uh, you know, <laughs> it'll be screwed. They're gonna have to come up with some weird nicknames in the future. Oh, it'll be like I feel like if I have a kid, I would definitely try to register their websites. I might have to think of a name. So that it's unique enough to can't have their own name. Like I want to get modernwong.com, but some guy's holding a hostage. Like, I try oh, to offer man. them money too, but I'm guessing they want more money. They don't even tell me, but they're like, all right. So. Oh yeah, I had to get shoulderslut.com before anybody else <laughs> snagged it up. It How redirects you to my have, stream. By the way. It it redirects to my stream. <laughs> my friends and I do this sometimes, where when we we're bored, we'll just buy random URL, random domains, and just go back to our you know main one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's That's uh. Funny. I'm not sure what's the stupidest one I have, but I have a lot of dumb ones as well. Uh, and anyway, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, next Thanks for having me. Next week I have... Actually, not next week. I'm doing this actually Tuesday, Wednesday now. I love this podcast so much. I'm doing Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'm doing Ooh. another one tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Same time. Uh, with Tomorrow with ST Peach. Have you met her? I have not. Yeah, no. she's pretty sweet. Uh, she's a... Also another streamer like in SoCal area too. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, do you have anything else you say? No, that's it. Be that's kind it. to each other, men and animals. Yay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for dropping by. I will see you all next time.